Experience worship. True worship. Experience the word. Bringing you wholeness. Experience the warmth of fellowship. Experience wholeness at Lighthouse. Join us every Sunday and Wednesday at the Lighthouse. House 7, Plot 2 Stroke 3, Kudratabiola Way, Oregon, Ikeja, Lagos. Visit our website at www.lighthousenergy.org or contact us at info at lighthousenergy.org. The Lighthouse, lighting your pathway to destiny. I said, praise the Lord. So this morning, by God's grace, I just want us to take a posture of faith as we glide or slide into 2024. Philippians chapter 3. Philippians chapter 3. My message this morning is tied to looking forward. Looking forward. Looking forward. Someone said something. He said, the way God created us, he said he gave us two feet pointing forward. It simply suggests that there is no way. God doesn't want us to look back. God doesn't even want us to do a little to the right, a little to the left. We will easily fall down if this is how we are all walking. So God wants us to look forward. And another thing the person said is that God has created us with two ears. And then one mouth. So it means you and I must hear twice than we speak. So looking forward is our posture of faith. In Philippians chapter 3, verses 13 and 14 this morning. Or rather, let's speak from verse 12. He said, not that I have already attained or I am already perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold of that which for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead, said I press towards the goal for the price of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Can we read from the NLT translation, please? From verse 12, NLT. He said, I don't mean to say that I have already achieved distance or that I have already reached perfection, but I press on to possess the perfection for which Christ Jesus possessed me. No, dear brothers and sisters, I have not achieved it, but I focus on this one thing, forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead. I press on to reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which God, through Christ Jesus, is calling us. Let's read the rendering from the TPT, please. 
I admit that I haven't yet acquired the absolute fullness that I'm pursuing. But I run with passion into his abundance so that I may reach the purpose that which Christ Jesus has called me to fulfill and want me to discover. I don't depend on my own strength to accomplish this. However, I do have one compelling focus. I forget all of the past as I have fastened my heart to the future instead. I run straight for the divine invitation of reaching the heavenly goal and gaining the victory prize through the anointing of Jesus Christ. May the Lord bless the reading and hearing of his word in our hearts in Jesus' precious name. The preparations for each new year provide us the opportunity to reflect on the past, set meaningful goals, and then project into the future in actions that contribute to our well-being. I don't want you to forget that. I mean, usually, the new year comes with a whole lot of celebration. There's a whole lot of shouting, celebration, joyful declaration to erupt the new year. But for the believers in Christ, the preparation for this new year should be an opportunity to appraise, an opportunity to reflect on the past, an opportunity to set meaningful goals. When you and I reflect, we're able to see things in perspective. The things that have worked, why have they worked? The ones that have not worked, why have they not worked? And we are able to take um, a wholesome perspective and then set meaningful goals that will result into action so that we can engage the new year in the things God has apprehended for us in Christ Jesus. Every new year comes with newness. And the word of the Lord says in Isaiah 43, verses 18 and 19, from TPT, Isaiah 43. No, it doesn't have TPT, no. That's Old Testament, it doesn't have Isaiah. Just give me any translation that you can find. I want to stress the mind of God, how he sees the new year. Isaiah 43, verses 18 to 19. He said, but I forget, but forget all that. It is nothing compared to what I'm going to do. But I am about to do something new. See, I have already begun. Do you not see it? I will make a way through the wilderness, I will create rivers in the dry wasteland. So the new year comes with newness and our preparedness. What is happening? There is a noise from somewhere. So our preparedness for this new year should be all-encompassing. That's the word. And if you have been, if you haven't, please go through. As a church, we have provided 
a simple guide. Guide is not as simple in that way because you have to sit down and work it out. You have to sit down and visualize it. And Pastor King did a good job in the last two Wednesdays. An opportunity for you to download it is also possible. But you need to sit down. We've identified about eight good areas that you can sit back, appraise, set meaningful goal, and then approach the new year with action. So I will encourage, you can go to our YouTube channels in case you missed out on this, and then print this, and then follow through the teaching to help you. For example, we all need to make, that's the number one area, spiritual preparations. We need to. We need to. I, I, I've been saying this on our WhatsApp group because I just sense in my heart. If you want to do well in business next year or this year that we are in, prepare spiritually. How does that work? Isaiah 48, 17 says, Is the Lord God your Redeemer? The one who teaches you to profit? The one who leads you in the way that you should go? So it simply suggests that the place of your profiting resides in God. You need to know how God speaks. You need to know how God instructs. You need to know how God guides people. Psalm 32, verse 8, it says, He will instruct you. So, the place of your spiritual preparation means you create time for the study of the word. That's one. You create time for the meditation in the word. That's two. That's what gives you prayer point, as it were. Hey, your prayer conversation goes beyond a sheet of paper that is handed over to you or a guide to follow. It's born out of your personal relationship. In Psalm 23, he says, "Is our shepherd. He leads us into greener pastures. So, the number one area of preparation is your spiritual life. Whatever you value, you create time for. If you don't value it, you don't create time for it. If you want less of sweating in 2024, less of struggling in 2024, prioritize your spiritual life. Can I have an amen this morning? It's very important. I mean, we can't run like the new, like the Old Testament brethren. That you, pastor, go and hear from God. Whatever he says, come and tell us. No, it should be the other way around. You are hearing from God. Each time I stand or anyone stands here, it's in confirmation. Because the Bible says, out of the mouth of two or three witnesses, let every word be established. It should be a confirmation of the things God has been dealing with you. And then it gives you faith and courage into action. Can I have an amen this morning? So it's very important. Bible reading, meditation, prayer, and fellowship. God can instruct you the beats to put in for when you prioritize it. You know how he speaks. It's not, I don't even know. Something was telling me, mm -mm, 
you know that it's not something. It is a person, the person of the Holy Spirit instructing you in the way that you should go. Can I have an amen this morning? So that personal growth, that spiritual preparation is what is going to affect every other area. It will affect your family. It will affect your career. It will affect your business enterprise. It will affect your health. Because the Holy Spirit can actually instruct you, stop eating this kind of food, start eating this kind of food, and your health, according to Isaiah 58, by obeying simple instruction, your head will spring forth speedily. Can I have an amen today? So, this is not New Year resolution. Because usually, by the first or second week, when all the celebration winds down, we come back to face the reality. And I'm saying this ahead to you. When you spend time praying, especially praying in other tongues, you can pray out the plan, the purposes of God for your life as an individual and then corporately as a people for 2024 and beyond. Can I have an amen? And where, the way I want you to set this goal, we are working with a decade prophecy. So we have six years left. So it's not just something you want in 2024. It should be something beyond 2024 that you can divide into short-term goals, medium-term goals, and then long-term goals. Can I have an amen this morning? So it's very important. So we should plan for the next six years. In Jeremiah 29, 11, there is an assurance there. He said, I know that thoughts that I think towards you. So we need to get into the mind of God. We need to get, we need to stay ahead of the global economy. By, I, I understand, I, I don't do much of football. But I understand what actually makes a good player is the ability to design. And sometimes on the field, you see it. You just see a player taking off, just running. The problem or the situation is, it's not just running. It's running to where the ball is going to be. And usually without fail, if he runs accurately, the ball misses him at where he is, and he utilizes that opportunity. Can I have an amen today? You see, the world is getting darker and darker. The Bible says, but unto you who fear my name, the son of righteousness will arise with wings, with healing in his wings. Can I have an amen? So focusing on God's plan is the key to helping us to become the people he wants us to become in 2024. We must focus on his plan. The year of the unlimited God. He wants us to unlimit him in our minds. So that spiritual preparation, renewing your mind in the word of God, helps you and I to see the possibilities that God has earmarked for 2024. So in Philippians chapter 3, verses 13 and 14, Paul provided us the valuable insight into the journey of faith. In 2024. So, you know what he said? He said, number one, I do not count myself to have attained. So, in 2023, the number one thing you and I need to is embrace the need for continuous self-improvement. 
or to strive unto greater heights. Embrace that. Don't feel that you have arrived. By the time you are checking your books for this year, which you probably have done, by the time you are praising for this year, you have seen the landmark of success here and here, there. But don't ever think you have arrived. So the number one thing is that I do not count myself to have arrived. I do not count myself. Let your heart be filled with gratefulness. Let your heart be filled with humility. But let your heart also be filled with a hunger for continuous self-improvement. I want to be better in my relationship with God. I want to be better in how I conduct my affairs. I want to be better in how I run my business. I want to be better in how I run in my career path. That is that number one need we all need to embrace. Don't count yourself to have been apprehended, to have apprehended or to have arrived. I sense in my heart that before the day runs to an end, there is an email for promotion for someone. But please, let your heart be filled with gratefulness. Look at the second thing that Paul said. He said, one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind. In other words, embrace forgiveness and desire a fresh start. Embrace it. We must forget the past. We must forget the pain of 2023. We must leave the past behind us. We must leave those good things, those bad things, those ugly experiences, leave them behind. We must forgive ourselves. And I think that is very key because the devil is an accuser of the brethren. Forgive yourself for the past mistakes of 2023. Forgive the opportunities you didn't take advantage of. Forgive yourself of the relationship that you have would have worked on better. He says, I forgive myself. I forgive my mistakes. I forgive my shortcomings. If you have issues, grievances about, against people, forgive them. Why? The Bible says that when we walk in unforgiveness, we are walking in darkness. We do not see good. Because this new year, I don't know about you, but I've said it to our ministers, I see something new entirely. I see something fresh. And what I see is just this simple four word. There is more with God. Is it five words? There is more. There is more. So I look forward to the more. I look forward to the more. I don't know who this person is. That he will set a table before you in the presence of your passive enemy. He's anointing your head with oil and your cup will run over. He's saying to you, surely you must have seen pain in 2023. But he's saying to you this morning, as you forgive yourself, as you forgive the stakeholders involved, he said he's setting a table before you. Your head runs over. Surely his goodness and mercy will follow you all through 2024. And you will dwell in the house of the Lord. So you must forgive yourself. And desire a fresh start. The tough thing 
that Paul said is that said I focus I focus he said forgetting what is behind he said I reach forward so tough thing to do focus on the limited limitless possibilities of 2024 focus on it we are focusing on the unlimited God. That's our gaze. That's our focus. Hebrews 12 2 says, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him, challenges may break out in the world. He said, we will pull through those challenges because our focus is on the Lord. He said, I reach forward there are limitless possibilities in 2024. We must envision it in the place of prayer. We must pursue the opportunities that are open to us. We must. And how do we do this? By learning to pray. Pray. Especially praying in other tongues. It says in Jeremiah 33, 3, it said, call unto me and I will answer and I will show you. So it's not just using word. In the place of prayers, it shows us great and mighty things that we do not know. In 1 Corinthians 2.9, it says, Eyes have not seen, ears have not heard. It has not entered into the heart of any man. The things which God has prepared for those who love him. How many lovers of God are here this morning? So you need to pray. To be able to see the natural senses can match what the spiritual senses will help you to see. The natural will always be natural. The spiritual will swallow up the natural when we position ourselves. And you see, when we allow the supernatural, faith is born in our heart and we are able to see differently. We are able to approach life differently. We are able to comprehend life differently. We are limited by this room. And the possibility sometimes can be content to this room. But when we fly in an airplane, and no matter how big this room becomes, depending on the height, sometimes this old building is seen as a dot. I understand the ship that we see. Sometimes there are about six, seven, eight, nine floors in the water. So it doesn't matter the storm, the turbulence. I mean, the ship is designed to face that. It's, it's just like an airplane. They don't lose focus where there is turbulence. There is a destination. For you and I in 2024, there is a destination. It's not just for our own good, but you see, I believe that also we begin to see the fulfillment of scripture. He said there will be a time that those who don't know God, we hold on to the skirts of those who know God. And we will say, we want to be identified with you. We will say, follow, we want to follow you to your God. I believe we are just in that season. Can I have an amen this morning? And lastly, he says, I press. I press. That's the fourth thing. Number one thing, 
the need to, for continual self-improvement or strive stronger into greater things. Number two, the need to forgive yourself and desire a fresh start. Number three, the need to focus on the limitless possibilities in 2024. And then number four, pressing, pressing, pressing towards the mark. Pressing towards the mark. And I need to remind us that our lives as believers doesn't begin and end here. Our life, we must put eternity in perspective. After all said and done, we are going back home. After all said, after all the business transaction, after all the promotions, after all the accolades, after all the innovation, we are going back home. So Paul says, I press, I press. In 2024, don't lose your faith. In 2024, don't give it to seducing spirit. Doesn't say to you that there is no need for prayer. There is no need to follow God. There is no need to follow his plan for your life. Desist from such association. As a matter of fact, someone gave an insight. He says, maybe you need, as part of your appraisal towards 2024, scroll through your phone. My cousin here also told me two weeks ago, I think PG also mentioned it, just scroll through your phones. The people you have not spoken to this year, there is no need having them. Just do an appraiser. The ones, even if at the end of the day, there are only 10 people, 10 people contributing to your life, please keep them. But focus also on eternity. A day is coming. Everyone has this appointment with that. It is appointed for a man to die. And after that, judgment. Romans says, every one of us will give account of himself to God. That's why you and I, no matter the promotion, we need to remain humble. We need to know that we are running the purpose and the plan of God for our lives in business. It's very important. We need to understand it. We need to understand it. We need to understand it. Please, set audacious goal in 2024, but with partnership with God, aligning with His plan, aiming for impact in our world, because you will give account, I will give account of the opportunity that He has given me to do business, to know you as a person, to have relationship, to be in the church community like ours, we will give account. We will give account. We will give account. And let it be good account. Can I have an amen this morning? In conclusion this morning, things may not get better in our world in 2024. That's the truth. It may not. Things are happening globally. I usually listen to review on CNN, listen to review on Sky News, I listen to all these reviews. Even things people project to happen in our world. And if you are like me, who have listened to some of these things, there is nothing too much encouraging. Even immigration is not encouraging. The laws are changing. But please, you and I, it's a great year for us. 
It's a great year. You are not saying an amen. All you need is to embrace humility, love, commitment, to follow God's plan for your life because there are limited opportunities. Can we read together in closing? Malachi chapter 3, verses 16 to 18 to chapter 4, verses 1 to 2. Malachi. Can we read together? I, I want another translation entirely. Maybe NLT. Yeah. One, two, three, go. Spoke with each other. We are speaking to one another this morning. Yeah? So a book of remembrance has been open for you in 2024. Read on. Get ready in 2024 to see this. Chapter 4. That's the word of the Lord. That's the word of the Lord. Things are happening. Even in our own nation, I, I, I've seen that the giants are beginning to fight themselves. Somebody says they want to crash the price of cement. Somebody said, so you see a whole lot of things happening. But he said, unto you, in the midst of it, who reverence his name? Who reverence his name? Unto you, you know, on Facebook, I don't even do Facebook as much anymore. I don't. I don't go there. Because everybody wants to teach us new gospel. There is no new gospel. And if you have itchy ears, you can give heed to those seducing spirits. Everybody who has not been able to say pastor, you know, in church, you are not able to say pastor. Uh, I don't agree with you. So they go to Facebook to teach all sorts of things. Everybody is coming with new gospel. There is no another gospel. It's the same gospel. Jesus, the same yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus is the Savior, is a healer, is a deliverer. Nothing can change that. And you hear people speaking from an element of pride. You say, me, this is what I believe. No. What does the word of God say? Is what we need to hold on to. I said something yesterday. I said, even Eve high, because that's how the gospel was presented. He said, if anyone present another gospel, let him be anathema, let him be caused. Even Eve high or any other person who stands here says something to you, not only in 2024, but in years ahead, and you can't find it in the word of God, please trash it. Trash it. My hope is built on nothing less but Jesus and his righteousness. I dare not trust in the sweetest frame 
but wholly lean in Jesus' name. 2024 is a great year. 2024 was a great year. And we will see the unlimited God at work. May the Lord bless and continually keep you. Cause his face to shine upon you. Give you victory. Give you strength. The strength to, to, to do, I mean to make audacious goal in partnership with him. And then the strength to see the reality of those goals as you pursue his plan and purposes for 2024. You're blessed in your going out. You're blessed in the feed. You're blessed in your coming in. You're blessed. Everything your hand touches to do within the word of God next year, it prospers. Grace and peace be multiplied over you and your household. In Jesus' name. See you in the evening. This message is brought to you by Lighthouse Christian Outreach Center. The Lighthouse, House 7, Plot 2, Slash 3, Kudratabiola Way, Oregon, Ikeja, Lagos. For inquiries, please log on to www.lighthousenge.org for more.